My favorite verse at the moment is Luke 17, 6. God, please just throw the tree into the sea. God moves in mysterious ways, and he does. All right, and I'm back. It's been a while. It's been a few months. Um, some things are going on in my life. Haven't been really in the mood to record or even talk or anything like that. I've been kind of depressed over everything that's going on, but um, everything's getting better. It's looking up, uh, but I wanted to get on here and just talk about how I have been on my religious journey um, and grown closer to God and what kind of started that. Um, so yeah, let's get into that. So in February of this year, which was what, like seven months ago, I was at Jump Jam with my daughter for her birthday and I broke my elbow. I know how dumb that sounds, but yeah, I broke my elbow. I went to the emergency room. They confirmed, yeah, it's broken. Then I went to a, an orthopedic doctor. I think that's what it's called. Um, and they also said, yeah, it's broken. They did x-rays, all that. So I didn't get a cast or anything just where it was on my elbow. They just put me in a sling and they wanted me to move it every once in a while just so my elbow doesn't get like stuck. I guess if you break it and it heals wrong, you won't like it would be painful for me to move my arm, I guess. So, yeah, I was going through that. So painful. That was the worst thing. And it was my right arm. So that was even worse because I literally couldn't do anything. So I went to the doctor the next week, still broken, obviously. And I've always been Christian. I've always, you know, believed in God. I just never really studied the Bible or really was faithful in going to church or, you know, any of that stuff. So I prayed, you know, not really like sat down and closed my eyes and prayed and talked to God to heal me. But I just would say in my mind, you know, please, God, just heal my elbow, you know over and over again, you know, let me go to the doctor next week and they say it's not broken anymore or something like that, you know, I didn't think that that would ever happen, but it was just something that I would say because it was honestly a really hard time for me. I couldn't even hold my children. Um, so yeah, that really sucked. Um, so yeah, I was praying about that and I go to the doctor the next week and I get another x-ray and I go into the room and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And the doctor comes in and says, your elbow is not broken anymore. It's healed. So I was like shocked. I didn't even know what to say. Like, how does this even happen, you know? So I, um, I go home and I'm like, that was really God. You know, it really stuck in my head. Like that was God. He healed my arm just because I asked. And I wasn't even, I wasn't believing that it was going to happen. And it did. So after that, it was still hard. It was a hard recovery. I still had problems moving my arm, and I still had to stretch it and everything. I couldn't pick things up like I used to be able to. I couldn't even, like, wave normally or, you know, clean or anything like that. So it was definitely still hard for at least a month or two after that. But um, sometimes at the gym, my elbow will start to bother me, but... Other than that, you know, it's it's good. It's good. So after that experience, I really started to, like, take it seriously. Like, I was like, oh, my goodness, God really healed me. So I started 
um, watching more videos about it, you know, I don't have a church, and I never really have had a church, so I still don't have a church to this day. I want to find a church, but that's a, a process in itself, so I would watch a lot of videos on YouTube, you know, watch a lot of TikToks about it. I feel like my whole For You page is just podcasts or people talking about God, and I love it, but that just shows, you know, how much I've really engulfed myself in my religion. So I was actually watching a podcast. I think I've mentioned it maybe in the last podcast that I put out under the influence. And they were interviewing this guy named Johnny Chang. And he was actually on Soft White Underbelly. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but it's this page and they interview people and it's just like their testimonies or like their live story, like crazy things. They interview you know, drug addicts, prostitutes, children that grew up without parents, stuff like that. Um, And this guy is actually an ex-gang member, so that's why they interviewed him. Um, And he was talking about how he's now a preacher, pretty much. He, um, he's devoted, you know, to his religion, and he has read the Bible, you know, umpteen many times in his life now, front to back, so he knows a lot. And something that I wanted to mention that he has talked about before is um, how Jesus turned water to wine. Because like I said, you know, I know some things about the Bible, just things that, you know, most people would know, but I'd never read it, you know, like that. So when he was talking about Jesus turning water to wine, of course, I've heard that story before, but I've never heard it from his perspective. So when he was explaining how Jesus turned the water to wine, Uh, Apparently, they were at a party or a wedding or something, and they ran out of wine. And the king or the main person, whoever that may be, um, asked for another glass of wine. And the servants go back there, and they're like, oh, my gosh, there's no wine in these tubs, you know? What are we going to do? How are we going to get wine for the, the king? So Jesus is like, fill the tubs up with water and serve the king water and the servants are like wait a second like we are not going to serve the king water because doing something like that would get them put to death or very serious consequences so they were like "Uh, I don't know about that like I don't really want to do that so he was like you know just have faith and serve the king water and when the king drank it it was wine and it was the best wine he'd ever tasted so the whole point of Jesus turning the water to wine is have faith in him when he tells you to do something do it believe in him and he will not let you down so that's pretty much what he did for the servants you know he told them serve the king water they did it they believed in him even though they were weary about it at first and you know he didn't let them down he didn't let them face the consequences or you know get put to death or anything like that yeah I thought that was really awesome how he talked about that verse. I also wanted to talk about my favorite verse. Um, So I just want to mention that I have only read Proverbs, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and I'm reading John. I think I'm almost done with John. So, you know, I haven't read much. I don't know much. I do, you know, see what I see online or hear or, you know, things that I grew up with in a church that I've learned over the years. But other than that, you know, I've never read a big sum of the Bible, which I'm trying to work my way through right now. So um, 
My favorite verse at the moment is Luke 17, 6, which says, If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. So that is a really important verse in my life right now, especially with everything that's going on. I will always, you know, um, I'll be sitting there when something is happening and say, God, please just throw the tree into the sea. Just throw the tree into the sea for me. And it really works. So I will tell a little story. I was actually in my car by myself. I was driving to the gas station one night. It was late at night. My kids were sleeping. And I decided to go to the gas station, buy some snacks. And I was feeling really upset, you know, with everything going on. And I just started crying and praying and I broke down and I started praying out loud. I told God, you know, please just throw the tree into the sea for me. I need you to, you know, take this situation that I'm in and, you know, fix it. So after that, you know, I just felt this wave of like, like someone was with me, like God was with me listening. And I just instantly felt that. And then I go home. I usually read my Bible every night. Um, and at this point, you know, I was depressed. I was upset. And I just was kind of lacking on reading the Bible. So I hadn't read in like the past three days prior to that incident. So when I get home, I'm eating my snacks. And for some reason, I hear in my head, you know, you need to read your Bible, just read at least one verse, just read at least one verse. So I get on my phone and I open up my app and it's Luke 18 and it's the parable of the persistent widow. And I can't talk much about my situation that's going on, but I will say that my brother is um, going through something right now and I just really need God to help him and guide him. And it's it's nothing that I can really give information on right now but the parable of the persistent widow and what really stuck out to me was this part that says listen to what the unjust judge says and will not god bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night will he keep putting them off i tell you he will see that they get justice quickly so that really stood out to me and i just started crying and i just knew that god wanted me to read that that night for a reason he was telling me, I'm answering your prayers, you know, I'm going to do it. He says, will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him? And that's exactly what I was doing just prior to having this experience. You know, I was crying out to him literally. And I just feel like he always shows up when you need him. He is always there. And I've never had an experience like that before. I've never, I can never say that I have felt God's presence until that moment. Um, so yeah, that was really awesome. Um, I'll share another experience that we've had. I actually was raising money for my brother's cause and my mom and her boyfriend, you know, they were helping, they were working every day, they work a lot and they're a big resource for, you know, the money that goes towards my brother's cause. Because, you know, they work, they make a good amount of money, and they send a lot of money for him. So we were working really hard. I was working, you know, doing everything that I could, doing fundraisers, all of that jazz. And one day, my car just decides to not start. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, like, what is going on? So I, I get it figured out. 
And I'm like, I think my battery is bad. You know, it won't jump off. And everybody's saying, you know, my battery's bad. So my grandpa took me to the store. We bought a battery. He took me over to where my car was, and we put the new battery in it. And it still wouldn't start. Yeah, it's something a lot worse than that. And at this point, you know, I'm just ready to get rid of it. So I post it, and, you know, somebody comes and gets it. So there's, you know, my car's gone. So then the day that my car breaks down, my mother's car breaks down as well. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, what are you going to do? So they finally take it and fix it. They actually fix it themselves. You know, they, um, her boyfriend does a lot with cars and knows a lot of stuff like that. So he, he was actually able to fix it himself. So they get their car running, you know, they're working. The next day they wake up, you know, they go to work, they're driving and there was a huge pothole, and they drive over this pothole, and their car hits so hard on the ground that it just busts the oil pan, and the car is ruined. Their car is, you know, out of the picture. They had to get it towed back to their house. They tried really hard to fix it. They couldn't, you know, they were sending all their money to us, so they weren't able to do anything about it, and, you know, they're not in a position to be able to buy a new car at the moment. Anybody in their right mind would be like, oh my gosh, like, why is God doing this to me? Why is God putting me through this? But the way that I viewed it was God is trying to send us a message. I don't know what it is yet, but he is trying to send us a message. And I would tell my mom this, you know, like God took my car away and your car away twice in the same week. Like, it's crazy. There's no way that that is just a coincidence. Literally two days later, we get really good news about my brother's situation. And I'm like thinking, this is what God was telling us, you know, wait, have faith. I have it under control. You don't need to be working yourselves to death. I have it under control. I'm going to, I'm going to take care of it pretty much. You know, I just think it's a really beautiful thing that God is always there and always showing signs, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Just like when I broke my elbow, That brought me closer to God. That needed to happen for me to have this relationship with him. And I'm so thankful that that happened, even though it was a terrible time in my life and it was very hard and, you know, painful. But God moves in mysterious ways, and he does. He broke my elbow to bring him closer to me. He um, took our cars away, which, you know, we're obviously thinking, what are we going to do? This is such a bad thing. You know, we don't even have a vehicle. And then here we are with this good news. So we realize, you know, and everything's fine now. You know, my mom, she got a new car. So everything's worked out perfectly, just like God intended for it to. But I just think that everybody needs to just have this positive outlook on negative instances because the negative instance could be bringing something better. When one door closes, a bigger one opens. And I definitely believe that with all of my heart. I also wanted to talk about faith and fear. Because faith and fear both want the same thing from you. They both want you to believe something that hasn't happened yet. So when you have faith in God, you're believing, oh, he is going to do this for me. He's going to bring me out of this financial situation. And you're believing it. But when God doesn't work on our time, we let fear creep in. And when we let fear creep in, you know, we're believing, oh, God isn't going to help us. Is God even real? You know, did I do something wrong? Did I not read my Bible enough? Did I not go to church enough? Was I not nice enough? Did I make any mistakes? And 
I actually saw a TikTok earlier that says, you know, you can't have faith and fear at the same time. Just like I said, they both want the same thing for you. So you can't have faith that God is going to bring you out of this financial situation and fear that he's not going to. It just doesn't make any sense. So in this whole situation with my brother and, you know, anything in my life, I'm trying my best to have unwavering faith just because he has shown me so many times already in these short seven, six months that he's going to show up and he's going to do what needs to be done and he's going to make it happen on his time though. You have to be patient because God can move mountains. God can throw the tree into the sea, but we get upset when it's not thrown the way that we want it to or it takes him too long. And that's not how we should view things. We can't, it can't be on our time. It's on God's time. And I just think that is, you know, really beautiful. I'm glad that I saw that TikTok today because it really opened my eyes on a lot of things and made me want to believe even more and have even more faith and stop letting fear creep in. Because I do, just as a human does, you know, you fear things, you worry, you're like, how am I going to pay this bill next month? Or how am I going to do this? What about this? And God has it under control. And I just wanted to motivate everybody today to have faith, read your Bible, because God speaks to you through scripture. And I have learned that 100%. The more of the Bible that I read and study, the more I feel God near me, the more God speaks to me. Because randomly I'll be doing something, a verse will pop into my head that I read, and it will all make sense. That is how God speaks to you. You won't just hear him. I mean, some people may just hear him say, hey, do this, do that. But for me, definitely I will just, you know, hear a verse or think of a verse or he'll say, you know, you need to read the Bible. It'll just pop in your head. And then, you know, what you're praying for, what you're worrying about will be in that verse that you're reading or something, you know, he speaks to you through the scripture. So I believe that is very important to read the Bible as a Christian and study the Bible. Um, even just watch videos on YouTube or TikTok, you know, that's what I do a lot. I am going to find a church soon. Um, I just haven't, I'm not ready for that journey yet, but I will be one day and I will find the right place for me. I know that God will lead me where I need to go. But yeah, I just wanted to give everybody a little motivational message. I know this podcast is really short this time and there's no guests or anything, but um, yeah, I just really wanted to tell you guys about my religious journey and how I've gone gotten very close with God and yeah I hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you next time